Shadow Bond. Shadow Bond. You know what I love the best? I love the best that now we have all this extra space and yet you and I are still sitting. Oh, look, you moved. Look at you. You just moved. Little moving. Look at that. You're like. I feel so amazing. <laughs> You're like seven inches farther away from me now. <laughs> Kathy, I'm having detachment anxiety. Come back. Come back. Why? I can't. I can't. That seven inches means a lot to me. <laughs> means a lot to me, too. Get your hands off my table. <laughs> Come back to me. I'm going to watch you float away There's on the iceberg. <laughs> fucking Titanic. <laughs> Bill Burr. It wasn't a fucking romantic movie. It was a horror movie. <laughs> well, the fucking dudes died. It's romantic if you're a chick. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> Kathy, you're so far. <laughs> you're so no. far. Well, uh, well, let's do this. How are you? How are you? Gal doing out there. How you doing, Carrie? <laughs> the following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four. Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. Perverted podcast. Hello and welcome to the Perverted Podcast, the show where we continue to explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and perversion. Recording live from the Threshold Love Lab in front of Carrie, <laughs> Mark and Unger. Yay. I'm Kathy. I'm Boogie. Jesus, my rib. Unger, why I, I put that out there for you and then you put it back. To do, 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 do this. Be- he <laughs> likes doing that. I know. <laughs> Let it go. Hunger <laughs> is his own person. No. God damn it. He's his own ogre. Yeah. <laughs> Feels a little light. It does. A little light and perverted podcast land. Not only is gone, You're but now you farther. cleaned and cl- decluttered in such a way that I feel cast adrift in the love lab. <laughs> Look at you. You're fucking like seven inches away from me now. (laughs) I'm so happy. I'm going to get you a little table, (laughs) and then we're just going to grow farther and farther apart. But we are here. Show 102 Mm. continuing. I talked to Abyss a couple times while she was uh, on her way driving back to the East Coast with her drugged out dog. Aww. (laughs) One of them's just normal, just stares at her. Fucking just Wawa just stares at her. The other one needs a thunder Oh, Jesus (laughs) fucking Christ. It's an Italian greyhound, so they breed them to have their noses like so pointy. Like It's like, where does the brain go there is no place for a fucking brain on this fucking dog Mark it's just meant funny. it's just meant to run fast but there's no brain it is literally the derpiest stupidest dog you've ever i love that dog those, <laughs> both of those dogs are adorable so literally that dog was on xanners for <laughs> like doggy xanners for the entire Aww. trip but she made it there she's doing pretty good and cool. and so we're here just getting ready i've been so just pumped because it's I mean, it's sad for her to leave, but it's exciting because there's, like, things that I could... Th- Mark! Get over here! Uh-oh. Get over here, Mark! Oh, this is Here's something unprecedented. Give it, What's going on here? Be my tugboat bell! Be my... Do it! Just do it! Be my tugboat bell! Okay, wait, wait. Turn Why around. Why is she taking off her pants huh? and her Bend underwear? Over. Bend over. Spread Why is she legs. bending over? Spread your legs. Spread your legs. So, wait, where is it? Wait, there it is! Wait, what are you pulling out of her butt? 
Okay, ready? I'm pulling on her tampon string. <gasps> ding, ding. Oh, <laughs> That's a good girl! She did not look very happy. She's pouting. <laughs> That's the type of stuff Abyss wouldn't tolerate! Can you blame her, really? Good girl, Mark! <laughs> oh, look, she's pouting and frowning. <laughs> this is what you she, get to... Look, she's covering her face. She's this, all shy. This is what you're going to get for the next hundred episodes, motherfucker. Tampon tugging. <laughs> tampon tugging. See, she was my tugboat bill. I pull it was on very her, cute. I pull on her tampon. She, she's, she's very obedient. She didn't even... I would have complained and stomped my foot. She just said yes and notice why I fuck her and not you. That's more than there's more than one reason there's, why you don't fuck me. There's, there's two. <laughs> but at least goddamn I can call you on the phone and spend time with you without fucking having an ice cream sandwich waiting. Oh my god. That was the best. For those of you who don't remember uh Creative Explorer only spent time with Kathy while his uh, timer was set for his <laughs> ice cream sandwich to melt to just the right edible level. <laughs> so now every time I call Kathy, I remind her that I don't need an ice cream sandwich to actually spend time with her. No, that's how I, I love you more. We were on the phone and he's like, I'm, I, I, I'm all, I gotta hang up. He's like, oh, no, don't, don't get on the phone. I love you more than Creative Explorer. <laughs> I don't even have an ice cream sandwich. Oh my god, that was so funny. <laughs> I really did love the tugboat bell. I'm really excited. It's very cute. It's very cute. I think it should and just be a thing. And it's because of Mark. It's not because of you. Because she's adorable and you can tug on her tampon string and, and people, it's adorable. <laughs> people think it's adorable. And then we'll sell it on eBay. I don't know. What oh, is this? Uh, what's limit. Cannibal Schmanibles? Oh, you know that you posted on our perverted podcast group a, a goodbye to Abyss and everyone should thank her. And people started writing stuff in and going, okay, oh, we're yeah, going to yeah, miss yeah. you, Abyss. Yeah. Well, Pixie Princess <laughs> wrote, I don't know how Kathy and Boogie are going to cope. <laughs> I'm actually convinced there won't be a show 103 because they will have eaten each other alive <laughs> or irritated one another to death. <laughs> that is... No, no. We've done other shows together, <laughs> yeah. and we have other people that are going to come in. We and always guest come just shy of killing each other. Just we always slight, stop, though, just right? slightly. No, yeah, just slightly. There's a look <laughs> that, that I don't really you. see, but I apparently, try give you the look. Apparently, there's a look, and uh, but it's cool, Kathy, because you know what? Your and I's friendship, which by the way is totally Pluto. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hold on. It's here. a Pluto friendship. What Wait. What the hell is that? Mean? Podcast word of the day. Ho ho ho. <laughs> what do you say? That is not a word of the day. Pluto is a word. Of our relationship's totally Pluto, which is short for Plutonic. Carrie has laughed. She's laughing at you, not she with has you. Laughed. <laughs> See, you dig, right? Oh no, no. Kathy and I are totally Pluto. It's okay because then it explains. Totally, you have to say totes, Pluto. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's what the kids are saying nowadays. What, what, what do you mean totes? If you're going to enter the land of douchebaggery, <laughs> you must abbreviate all things. Totes? Do people actually say totes? Oh, fuck oh, yeah. yes. It's all the fucking totes? time. It's very annoying. Wow, I'm old. Totes. Yes. I thought I was cool with Pluto. No. Totes, Pluto. Totes, totes, Pluto. Pluto's too many syllables. Totes, Plute? <laughs> that sounds like I just took a shit. Ah, Kathy's my totes, Plute. Well, that's how <laughs> totes, Plute, relationships <laughs> are. 
She's my Ploider, not my Pluto. <laughs> oh! oh! Why is uh, what is why did Unger turn criminal? What is this? Unger was <laughs> reading the board. He's like, what? What? <laughs> What the hell did I do? I get here to the club. I'm parking my car and I get out. I look over and there is Unger on the other side. He's on the other side of the parking lot and he's fidgeting with something. I'm like, what? And he looks very intriguing because he's sitting there and the wind is blowing in his hair. And I'm like, what is Unger doing? What is this craziness? And I go, hey, Unger, what are you doing? What? Nothing. What were you fidgeting with? Oh, you know his one-word answers. I mean, unless you ask him specifically. He's he's a very articulate young man. Oh, very articulate, yeah. I said, what are you doing? Oh, there, was a, there was a syllable said, there. It's something that I bought. I'm all, what would you buy? It's a, r- a rubber slicer thing. I'm all, <laughs> a, a rubber slicer? I said, why, it's, it's, why are you buying? Are you slashing tires? It's under? a metal blade for a, Slicing. a, for, a side, for an angle grinder. Yes. A what? It's, a, it's, it's actually a diamond blade for an angle grinder. Yeah. And uh. I said, why, why, are you sli- why do you need one of those? He goes, to slice rubber. To cut tire, to cut rubber. Yes, and I said, what, slice, what, cut. what kind of? I said, cut. What kind of rubber are you cutting? He goes, tires. Someone pissing you off? You know, if you uh, crack a um, a spark plug and you take a slingshot and you shoot that, that breaks windows like a motherfucker. I don't want to know how you even no, no, know talk, that. Talk to Crazy Leah. No, Crazy Leah. You were going to join him because the minute he said to cut tires, I thought, oh my, he's going to jail. Unger's <laughs> going to jail. He's, we're going to get a call saying to come and bail him I out. I think what you missed is that he's going to be cutting inner tubes and tires to well, make paddles Well, he had to explain with. that, but with well, his one-word answers of, I'm cutting tires, I'm I cutting thought, tires to make clothing. Tire tire yeah. clothing. Yes. Well, that Apparently, sounds very... Explain very, why, um, Unger. Armor? Yes. You're making tire armor? Yes. You're going to be the Michelin man? <laughs> That's fucking awesome. That's what I said, but no. Uh, well, partially, it's it's. I'm going to an event later this year called Wasteland Weekend, where you go out and it's like a Mad Max weekend. Sure. And so I've got to make stuff to wear because you can't just go and hang out. You've got to be in a part class. of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you're going to be the Michelin Man. <laughs> well, just my shoulders and. Stuff. That's nice. I'm sure that's going to be very warm. Yes, it is. It's very I, warm. Uh, I got three a three inch rubber. I got a three fiberglass inch. helmet instead of steel. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Just because Unger's going to come back just a shriveled, dehydrated piece of waif. Yeah, this is better than what I thought it was going to be. Go slashing people's tires when he's. I think that's more fun because fuck them. That's why. You ever had your tire slashed? I have. No, it's not, I don't believe that it's, of you. It's, <laughs> it's pretty lame when they do all four because there's no no getting around. Mm. No getting around that. Yeah, people are sweet. Fuck you. Um, so glad Unger's not a criminal. Okay, what? Blah, blah, blah. We got a bunch of shit. Uh, oh, I was going to talk about fucking Mark. Mark's new name is Top Bun, by the way. We have to start calling Mark Top Bun. Why? Because Mark is now Eric Cartman. From I forget what season it, it was, but uh, you people will understand who know South Park. So Mark's at home, and Mark's mom went out for Mother's Day, whatever, um, you know. And Mark's like waiting at home for mom to come home, you know, so she can give the balloon and the cake. Mark's mom's not showing up, so Mark doesn't know how to fucking feed herself. So because <laughs> apparently she that's why she weighs 14 pounds i'm all pumpkin did you eat she's like there's nothing to eat it's like there's, just, there's a refrigerator full of food and you know she she does really good on her mcat stuff but for some reason when it comes to nourishment and actually 
you know, making a plan to like heat something in the microwave. Mark falls a little short, so I'm like, "What did you eat today?" You know, so I thought she was going to say something big like frosting, uh, but instead she's like, "Well, there is hamburger buns," and and I'm like, oh, "You no. ate hamburger buns?" She's no. all, "Well, I only ate the tops." You ate the tops <laughs> off the hamburger buns. So like, so, so fucking she left for her mom. Who I just pictured this Argentinian butthurt woman sitting there with like 20 fucking hamburger bottoms oh. to make her shitty sandwich. Mark, really? <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine the bewildered look on her face when she opens the fridge. What the fuck, the, what the fuck happened to these buns? <laughs> Why is there... It's like eating the muffin top. For those that don't know what hamburger buns are, there's a top and a bottom, and the bottom is the shitty part, oh and the top God. is the fluffy good part, like a muffin top. So I'm like, oh, no, dear pumpkin. <laughs> so now we just call her Top Bun. So for those of you that remember the episode where Eric Cartman ate all the chicken skin off the bucket of chicken uh, in the episode while they were all going out to get the shit out of the car, oh, he ate all the Kentucky Fried Chicken skin. So, uh, yeah. Top Bun, so, that's a yeah. good name. Mark's Top Bun. Uh, I, hear, um, I hear that... Uh, what you're quite horny these days <laughs> jesus christ i swear i didn't see mark or anybody i had no girls for uh like five about days that. yes and i was literally like literally like dry humping cucumbers and you know just whatever is that why you were giving me that look because I was you're kidding. that horny that you're willing to even look i was at me like i'll go buy an ice cream sandwich <laughs> and fucking give it to you just for god's sake let me fuck you <laughs> Just let that's me. That's pretty desperate. Let me hump your leg. When you're looking at me that way, that's. Oh, like, come on, Kathy. You know you're a sexy bitch. No. You are. Mm, I'm really not. Can I fuck your elbow? Carrie's. Ding, ding. Just <laughs> nudging me with her toe. <laughs> she. So, yeah, so I've been real. Yeah, there. What? Oh, there's oh, a little getting, boob head. Little people boob. I like putting their boobs on my head. I, Michelle and. I do it every time when you're, you're asleep. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Every time you're asleep, I just rub my nipple on your forehead, and I'm like, if I could just be your mother and you could suckle. You're not. At, you don't have the my, boobs that my, Carrie has at, at my breast. It doesn't matter. It's like a yes, Peter Griffin it does. thing. Trust me. That's yeah, cool. So Thursday, we're actually doing a threshold uh, 360 video tour shoot. Yes, I you know, still you have don't the, get it. The, All I know is that I'm supposed to be here. It's the cameras that, and I'd love to do some Zua videos uh, with this. I, I don't know if, if he has the ability to edit music or whatever. But um, it's basically, it's like an eyeball camera. It's like a big, you know, new tech thing. I'm sure it's been out for like 10 years, but it's new to me. Uh, and it's like a big eyeball, but it has cameras in the front and back that are kind of fish-eyed. And so literally, you shoot your video or take your picture and it takes a 360 degree picture up and down and and all around did i up and down and all around yeah, that pretty sounded, much did boogie. that sounded pretty lame yep. but uh so and then what's awesome is if it's video like you'll be watching like i watched a shark dive video and so you're watching the guy in the wetsuit talk about the video and uh, we really should have Creepy come and talk about this. Creepy uh, would know. Yeah. So, um, but then while you're watching that guy, you can take the scroll and you can just like scroll around and then look at the guy throwing chum out to the sharks. And, you know, so I'm like, oh, I'd love to do that. So videos. he's going to come here and do that at Threshold. We're going to do that at Threshold and we're going to do interviews in the room. So if, if I don't even know what the date is, I'm not going to 
pitch out. I don't know anything. Um, it's this Thursday. It's this thir- there's a, May 18th, 2017. So if you're listening a, to this in 2020. There's a, an event for it on Fat Life. Okay. So, um, yeah, it's going to be interviews, but they're going to be able to kind of cruise around the room, and I'm going to probably light so Mark on fire. So you have to be out. You can come to this thing. You can, you you can you wear want. a mask. You can wear a mask if you're you not out. You can hang out and wear a mask. Yeah, so okay. we're going to do, and it's going to be kind of like a virtual you know, threshold tour. And so apparently that's they're interviewing us, which I'm not happy about. Yeah, that's okay. going to be awesome because uh, we have a lot of fun doing that. But uh, it's it's going to be pretty cool. It's going to be pretty damn cool. Last thing I was going to uh, say now that we're uh, uh, knee deep in show 102 without abyss is uh, some of the little changes. Uh, we're going to make some changes on the show. Not many. You know, it's still just going to be you know irreverent. You know. Fuck youism, <laughs> but uh, one thing that I am going to do, uh, which we've talked about for a long time, and I keep fighting you guys on it, is at the end of every show now, every show for like the next eighty shows, uh, after we say our goodbyes and everything, I'm going to play you out with one of my crappy recorded songs. When, and by so, fight, you've been fighting us on it. You mean what? Well, that I mean we, when we started Perverted Podcast, we started singing live, and that was kind a of disaster. a disaster. Yeah. So um, it was fun, but it was just a nightmare to rehearse every week when we didn't rehearse and and then try to pull off a song. So and then it was like you guys are like, well, play during the show or play a song, and then like every time I did, it was like kind of awkward, and everyone's like, eh, look, it's singing again. Not even he, just it. Um, no, so that <laughs> never came from me. I'm sorry, so, but I'm the one no, the listeners. who encouraged you over and over to do this. Well, I like that's your songs. that's because you're desperate for a show, Kathy. That's and, pretty and much I'm, true. I'm yeah. really happy that I'm not you're not going to lie. <laughs> so, but over 30 years of making music, um, I have like literally 90 songs recorded, not just you know written. I've written hundreds of songs. But I have 90 recordings and probably about 75 of them are, you know, whatever. It's a song. Some are comedy. Some are emo. Like some fucking emo, emo songs. Like back in my suicide drunk days. Emo. But I have all these recordings and no one's ever going to hear them. And I think I'm going to die soon. So um, it's just, you know, that gut feeling that I don't, you know, have a lot of life left at at this age. So I'm like, I just want to start letting our listeners. And if you don't like it, it's at the end of the show. Yeah, you can just tune so off. and you can just turn it off. We're yeah. we're done with the show. So today's song is going to be laughing song, and at the end of the show, you'll hear some of my music. And if you like it, fine. And if you don't, you can laugh and say mm, stick with stick with uh, ringing ringing oh. tampons. That's what that's <laughs> what you can do. Fedlife.com bruises and bondage and pussies and dongs. Fedlife.com consensual, safe and sane ish. <laughs> For your peace of mind. <laughs> Please know that the author of every pose we talk about had specifically granted us permission to do so. No jingle! <laughs> you kept bitching. I did. This is going to be good. We're going to piss off a lot of people. Show 102, let's just go for it. <laughs> Fuck all of you. Okay. And I love all of you. Starting with our FetLife's topic. By our beloved creative explorer, who just last week rated me right below an ice cream sandwich. <laughs> so let's let's reward him <laughs> by exalting his writing. <laughs> Let us exalt. He wrote a post called, Getting Offended is Not Being Oppressed. He says, as practitioners of the fetish lifestyle, we do not submit to the authoritarian nature of societal expectations. 
So in this environment of fellow heretics, I was surprised to encounter people correcting my speech to be more tolerant. I am hearing about how I must not only censor my speech, but also my behavior in case it might trigger someone or be perceived as a microaggression or appropriate their culture. This is nonsense. Offense can only be taken and oppression can only be given. And while with my friends I may choose to be sympathetic to their particular baggage, I'm under no obligation to coddle acquaintances. Before declaring how offensive someone is to you, think about how similar you want to be to the authoritarians that impose their estimation of societal, societal norms on others. Feel free to express that attitude if you so wish, but don't be surprised if you are told you can just fuck right off. Damn. And let us begin. <laughs> Where to begin? Let the butt hurt. <laughs> Let the gates open and the butt hurt flow. <laughs> Don't choke on the first show without a biz, please. <laughs> choke on the butt hurt. She's Don't like, worry, Unger's good at, at uh, uh, Heimlich Maneuver. I've okay. seen, him, seen him do it <laughs> on you, a, you and I both know, have, yeah. Big, big giant guy. <laughs> This is, I, man, there is so much to this. And uh, I love that we're just, fuck it. Because Uh, there comes a point to where you see things and you're like, you understand the intention and you try to look at what people mean behind the meaning. Like, why are they so defensive? Why are they so offended? Why are they, uh, you know, fighting so adamantly for this or that or whatever? And you can see that the underlying intention is that people treat each other with respect and people are equal, fair, as good as you can be to each other and allowing people to be themselves. Um, But then it gets to a point to where you have now become the asshole because you're trying to control everyone because you're offended when that's your issue, not my issue. Right. And, uh, I, uh, how do I approach this? <laughs> Why don't you begin by your own recent personal... Well, it, it's true, because I just put up, um, and once again, I, <laughs> fuck them. You know what? No, fuck them. Just go oh, for Jesus it. Christ. Yeah. Uh, this is our audience. Our audience knows. Some people are going to be butthurt by this, because some people really like being offended. Some people feel that that's uh, what motivates you to change. I don't agree with that. Now, we're, maybe it's your definition of what offended means, but to me, offense is just like Creative Explorer said, if offense is about you, it is about how you interpreted something, how you internalized it, and how you are now emotionally reacting to that for whatever reasons. Yeah. I, I had an, an incident um, literally like a week ago or so where, you know, every now and again I try to post some you know, little you know, tidbit of, you know, whatever I'm thinking about. And I posted something along the lines of, instead of trying to protect everybody from things that will offend them, why don't we instead try to teach people how to value themselves more so that they're not offended? Which, to me, is how I got here. Because I used to be butthurt and offended by everything. Everything hurt me. I was hypersensitive as a younger person. Everything offended me. Once I developed enough self-love and self-worth, I started to realize that when people say offensive things or do offensive things towards me or are offensive, 
that that's not about me. It's I'm not the I'm not the reason that they're being offensive. They're being offensive for whatever they're 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 a hater. They're their own insecurities, their own whatever. But as I developed more self worth and I started believing in myself and seeing my own talents and my own uh, importance as a person to myself, all the crazy shit people would throw at me. All of a sudden, I was no longer being offended. I would just say, well, that's that's obviously on that person, and that's something, you know, that they have whatever they're working out their fucking childhood trauma, or or they're just a hater because they're miserable, or they're, you know, have some whatever, but it's not about me, and how incredibly powerful that was to start realizing that the more I care about myself, the less things you say. If I still get pissed off, but the amount of time that that lasts... Because I'm busy caring about myself. I'm busy trying to be a better person. So what you say, I don't need your validation anymore because I believe in myself. And so I was amazed at when I said this online, thinking that this was a powerful tool that I used, how many people were like, self-worth has nothing to do with being offended. And and, and I can't believe you would say that. I got offended. It was awesome. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, and I'm like, well, maybe you think offense is a, a different word. But I, I found, I, I don't know. I was surprised I, to see the amount of. Uh, po- of comments to that post that were saying the same thing, like uh, you're not right to, to say that boogie because I have self-worth, a right yeah, to this. Self worth yeah, doesn't have anything. Yeah, how can you not see how self worth has a lot to do with being offended? And as usual, I went online mm-hmm. to find the definition of offense, and uh, there's the the definition we all know about. That's the more legal one. It's a breach of a law or a rule, like you know, a criminal offense, right? And there's the one we're talking about, which is basically an annoyance or a resentment brought about by a perceived insult or a disregard for oneself or one's standards or principles. And written all over that damn definition is this is all subjective. Sure. It perceived insult to to a disregard for your standards or principles. I can have all the standards, principles, values I want you can be offended at them or you can be offended at the fact that I'm not taking your principles or values or standards into account. Being offended is not the problem. It's what you then feel you have the right to demand because you are offended. So I may look at, I if I, if I see a guy walking down the street and he pulls out his dick and starts wagging it at me, that's offensive. And I'm not going to deny that that's not offensive, but it I can also... It depends on if you don't care. I've exactly. seen people whip out their dick, and I'm like, it's not my dick. I'm, right. You know. But I, I don't have a right to demand anything of somebody who offends me, unless that also has other criteria to it. Where it could hurt he, someone if there's kids not, around. Not, or, yeah, he yeah. actually did something that's against the law. Sure. I can also be offended at some dude who's wearing an orange shirt. It doesn't mean I have the right to go up to him and say, take that fucking shirt off. It's offensive yeah, to depending, me. Yeah, we're talking about legalities and stuff. Yeah. It's like, I think one of the things that was said uh, and uh, and I agree with it to a certain point is that there are some things that should offend you like bigotry and you know homophobia and things like that. And I'm like, I don't think that being offended is needed for me to see that something's wrong, something that will not build society. Obviously, uh, racism uh, doesn't work. 
in a society other than creating division, segregation, and hatred for one another. It's not it's not a building together thing. So obviously, you I don't need to be offended by racism. I'm not saying that certain things don't offend me or butthurt me, but I don't need to be offended to take action on things that are wrong for humans or for society. I don't need to be offended by those things because sometimes I find when I become offended, who is it now about? It's about me. It's not about the action. It's not about the other person. It's about me and how hurt I am by that person, which I actually find is a distraction to a more positive action. And part of that positive action may be actually, um, you know, if, if it's something, you know, someone's doing something harmful to somebody else, you know, calling the police or, uh, you know, whatever action that I take can be distracted because I'm so busy being offended. My judgment is going to be off. You know, I'm never going to have compassion. And I'm not saying compassion, meaning you excuse, you know, the thing that somebody's doing bad. But without that level of compassion of going, what, why are they saying that? You're just going to yell and scream at each other. Like people that, you know, have their religious, you know, whatever, or abortion protesters or whatever. If you can't look below, because I'm so busy being fucking offended by fucking religious people and, you know, abortion protesters because they have, you know, harmed me. I'm no longer compassionate about why are they that way. And if I can't find that level of compassion, I'll never get to the root of it and we'll just be yelling at each other because we're fucking offended. That's true. But um, I I don't think that in this lifetime I will ever be able to get to a point where things don't offend me because no. I have so because I have so much self-worth that, that these things don't offend me. There are people in my life whom I know that that do achieve a much higher level of self-worth that and I'm always in awe of these people. Uh, but that's never going to happen to me because I do get offended at things, and that's okay. There's, it, what's wrong with being offended? It, absolutely, there's nothing. It, it, once again, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with being offended. I get offended a lot. Uh, what I do with it at that point? I mean, let's just say some guy drags or my some balls woman across is, your forehead while you're sleeping. Boogie, did you do that? Would that offend you? Yes. Well, then, for the sake of argument, yes. <laughs> no, you did not. Yes. I would have woken up like that if you'd done that. Of course, because the weight <laughs> would have been so tremendous. You would have felt like the you weight were of your suffocating. Pendulous balls. <laughs> pendulous. <laughs> I've watched too much Rocky Horror. Jesus Christ. <laughs> So, okay, so if I'm in at the dungeon and some guy or some girl, who doesn't matter who, uh, starts spouting off all kinds of offensive stuff really loudly in the main room, and it's the kind of stuff that really triggers me. Right. I would, my offense meter would go right through the roof, right? But that does not give me the right to go up to them and tell them to shut up. What does give me the right is that, number one, you're breaking threshold rules. Right. You're standing up, you're interrupting people's scenes. Uh, and the DM needs to be notified. Same thing with the dude on the street who's wagging his dick on me. I actually, I might be offended. I might not be offended. But I'm still going to call the police because what you're doing is against the law. So I think that there are many layers to what we feel. But people, and so offense could be one of those things. And you might feel anger also and resentment and fear. And then what you do with all those is the mark of what kind of person you are. So, again, I'm going to say again, I have nothing wrong with people taking offense. But, unfortunately, I think in, in this current Little climate, people so take that God offense and they it. think it gives them the right to demand that you change your behavior. 
because they consider it an act of violence, which I will never understand how you can not see that that is a sub it's subjective. It's personal. It has to do with you and how you feel. That's why I totally understood what you said about having more self-worth, because like I said, I know people who have a tremendous amount of self-worth who have worked fucking hard all their lives to gain that self-worth they're much calmer happier people because they don't take offense at every little thing and when i'm offended that's an opportunity for me to ask why am i offended it's an opportunity instead of just making it about you know the offense yeah it's actually an opportunity for growth yeah and so yes so i have an analogy okay picture it you have a small person like this high? Like, like little teeny? Two teeny, inches? Little inch high private eye? Like top bun. Like Aww. top bun. Aww, top, and bun. top bun. And then you have another person, like Unger, big. Okay. And then you have someone like me, medium. Okay. I'm the offender. I haul off when I hit top bun. She goes flying. Right. She took offense. Because if I tried to hurt somebody... They can either be hurt or be like, so if I hold off and hit Unger, unless I have impeccable aim, really, it's going to be a big, and that's what self-worth is. Self-worth is personal, emotional size in a way. Sure. So like the bigger I am as an emotional, mature person, the more I can see, okay, you're trying to hurt me. Right. You're trying really hard. And it's not working because I see the damage that's inside you that you haven't done work on. Yeah. And that's why you're lashing out. And that is a lot of relationships. That's a, a good that's a lot analogy. Of family. That's a lot of, yeah, at first I didn't get it, but it's yeah, a it's a good analogy. She wasn't yes. talking about actually hitting someone, just more Thanks for sticking with me. Emotional <laughs> size. I love you, Mark. I don't want to hit you unless you like it. Because <laughs> I'm a, yes, you a heart. Yes, self-aware Giant Unger. <laughs> Self-love Unger. Mistress of, of Threshold. Okay. So, a couple of things. One, uh, the chat has now started the, the, the Church of Oppressing. <laughs> where you get your oppressed. Oh, I like it. You're going to get an O. What? what? Orgasm. Okay. Orgasm. So, so uh, they've turned the oppressing into... into oppressing. Oppressed. Yeah. That's a good thing. We didn't so, really talk so about oppression. <laughs> We didn't talk much about oppression. So offense is when you get butthurt by what somebody does or says. But oppression is when someone's actions are actually stopping you from living your life. And that's where, you know, all sorts of things. That's when you can step in and say you. This is you're now in my space. You're violating my rights. You're violating the law. Uh, You're not allowed to do that. As a society, we decide what laws we want to live by because you can't be 100 percent. Do whatever the fuck you want whenever you want. We have decided that murder is something we're not going to put up with. It doesn't work. Uh, There's a bunch of stuff that we won't put up. I mean, it does for me if you piss me off. But, you know, it's in general. Oh, boogie. I should be in charge. No. I should. No. I mean, I think I'd be a good god. I'd kill lots of people, but I think it would be co- they wouldn't be offended. You know, they'd just die. You would just push the I button, just and push and the all button vapor. People. Like remember when fucking like Tom Cruise was in, you know, War of the Worlds in that tripod thing went up and it went, I mean like went up and it was like all and then everyone was like ah and then fucking the thing shot lasers and everyone was running and they just went 
and they turned into dust. I never saw that movie. Sorry. <laughs> That's what I want to do. <laughs> That's just <laughs> dust. And then people will look like they just like got out of a people barbecue and they're covered with dust. Is that what people, dust. yeah. Mm. What, Carrie? You want to be Tom Cruise? <laughs> <laughs> you want to be Tom Cruise? No. Do you want to be Tom Cruise? I'm already in the clear. That's a Scientology reference. Oh, goodness. how are your thetans doing? They're fine. How are you? Well, I have a bunion on my left feet, but my uh, right feet are good. Ah, uh, the puns. Uh, <laughs> so, are we still on this other topic? Yeah, because we're going to write. Oh, being a okay, go ahead. So I was at work, and somebody called, and they were not happy with what I told them because they weren't. Okay. And they called, and they told me to climb a tall tree and fall down. climb a tall tree and fall off it and so when they called back i said no i won't climb a tall tree and fall off it thanks for the suggestion and i hung up (laughs) because i could have taken offense i saw that she was trying to hurt me but a tree would be a taller fall than a fence but it was (laughs) i don't like these don't Oh. She can do puns. You can't. Word it, podcast, word of the day. Ho, ho, ho. What do you say? <laughs> Kathy and I are totes ploit. Oh, God. Stop it. Don't do that. Totes, totes, totes ploiter? I don't like what? that. No. Oh, okay. Sorry. Wait. Sometimes love is less than nice. You may need some fucking advice right now. We need another jingle for this. Because we do a lot of these. We do. I got to do Some a few fucking of advice these. needs Some more needs than more one. Some needs more than one yeah. jingle. Because right. it's, uh, how many do you have for a perverted mailbox? Like five. Yeah, and only one for some fucking, even though I like the some fucking advice jingle. Oh, it's epic. But yeah, it's time it to is. start changing. That's Your true. suggestions at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com. We like them. We like them a lot. We and like I'm getting them. down to the bottom of the barrel, people. So if you have anything you want to say oh articles yeah yeah question, we, started, we had a great run though it was a good run it was People a good really i had so much email that i have a lot to choose from but i'm telling you i'm getting down to the bottom so please email us at perverted podcast at gmail.com and you know you can fucking tell us anything we'll be happy with it we're so desperate that uh what do you mean we <laughs> we is plural young lady don't act all high and i am mighty. not desperate you are offending me i pull i i pull the tug bell that's what God. I do. Right. Ding ding. That so, was epic, um, by the way. That was kind of cute. And, that was, and it look wasn't at her, smiling. It wasn't you pulling on it. It was her face. And all she she didn't <laughs> want to do it, but she did it anyway. It was very cute. She's and a now good she's girl. pouting again. I took Viagra. I'm going to rape her later. Oh, that's yeah. so. Thank you for sharing that with yeah. us. So Chris uh, wrote to us. Blood sex is awesome. Podcast at it's like a fucking oh, altar. Stop. You just layer out, just like on a stone. Oh slab. my god! I don't want to know anymore. I hit big fucking African drums. Gong 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 gong. I am the god Tabuka. And I just cat like caveman, and then she's like, ah! And I lay some chains on her, and then I just fucking and blood runs down the stone, and there's like people bowing and chanting, oh yeah ha, oh yeah ha, oh yeah ha. And the fucking sky opens up and like frogs fucking fall and shit like that. I fuck. And then people start chanting, yo, him. <laughs> that's, that's it. Then people wonder if it's a. Uh... <laughs> Labia medical emergency. No, in fact, it's just <laughs> menstrual blood. Yes, hunger. Actually, Princess is on and she actually had one earlier this week. A labia medical emergency? <laughs> Bravo. 
Chris. I wanted to make sure I mentioned that. Aww. Thank you. Well, yes. hopefully we tell, can. Ask her to please write to us and tell us all about it so we can. We want pictures as as bad as some of the previous ones discussed. Oh, really? Yeah, sorry, but 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 she did have. have I don't it was care. her first thought when this happened. That's perfect. Aww. We want to hear. See, it. does she have the jingle? Oh, I haven't put that up yet. You need to put the jingles I'll up. I'll just email it to you. It's not like we no, get that many fucking things. Up. I have to figure it out. Okay. Do that again. Uh, okay. Chris wrote to us on pervertedpodcast at gmail.com and he said, So me and my wife are new to the lifestyle and are looking into expanding our circle. In my area, the scene is small, but it does exist. I want to come down to threshold, but I'm not sure where to start. Any help will be awesome. And on a side note, I love the podcast, and I mostly binge at work. Your show has greatly opened my eyes to the real meaning of kink, and I just wanted to say thank you for all that you guys and gals do. Keep up the good work, because I know I will keep listening. Oh, that's so nice. That's those, you always read the nice things. <laughs> what? If, I, if they email the shitty stuff, I'd read it too. <laughs> all right, so I it got me thinking that... Um, like Lazarus came down. Lazarus sure. uh, it's three loops three hours away, and he who sends it. a lot of fucking suggestion emails. And a lot of them are really a lot good. of no. I'm just they're they're good. I'm just saying, some of them are long. Laz, you got you got you know you're dealing with fucking me. Like literally, it's <laughs> fucking like you know war and peace fucking <laughs> suggestion. Here's how to make a button. You know, I'm like <laughs> Jesus Christ. Laz, fifth grade education, bro. Cut it to two paragraphs. Oh, you're gonna love this. Get he's, to the, get to the thing. Well, now he did. No. I tell you, he's gonna be guest hosting for us at some point. Jesus Christ, <laughs> we're gonna have a buzzer. Laz <laughs> <Last> buzzer. <laughs> <laughs> Enough. Enough. But no, he's a lot of good stuff. Okay, yeah. go ahead. All Lazarus. right. So uh, it got me thinking. People. Uh, in the area, an hour, two hours, three hours, four, even four hours away that want to come out. And we always, we take a lot for granted here at Threshold. We understand what Threshold is and uh, we always wonder why people are afraid. But you and I teach orientation twice a month. Well, you teach it. I sit there doing the paperwork. And there comes a time about 10, five, 10 minutes before the orientation that either you or Carlos will walk out into the parking lot to see who's sitting in their car because people are afraid uh, or nervous. They don't yeah. know what yeah. they will experience. And you guys literally have to say, are you, you do the little sign language. Are you coming inside? It's okay. Don't you can come in. Started. Yeah. <laughs> Usually at that point, I just like pull out my cock and I just like start tugging on it really hard. Is that why our and then I take like a numbers big, have gone down? And then I take a big thing of lipstick and I smear it around my <laughs> face like a fucking, like a drunk hooker clown. And I'm like, you want to come to Threshold? Boogie. That's that's not no. what they do. But yeah. that's kind of what they have in their head. They have that's they what have that, all what might have in their head when they right. walk in. So he in particular was asking about Carnal Carnival, which happens this July twenty second, and Unger's like putting his fists in the air. Uh, and like Carnal Carnival. You do as a clown. You do like Carnal Carnival. Yes. I'm going to be doing wax play as a clown and security as a clown. Oh my god! <laughs> and people will be terrified. Do of you, you fuck as a clown too? Because you do I have. Bravo. Um, good form, sir. Good form. So I thought there was a couple of uh, people who had emailed me a couple of weeks ago saying, you know, we want to come out to Threshold, but uh, we looked online on what Fat Life and yeah. we didn't see what was happening in the area. We only saw like two things that were happening in Los Angeles. And I said, no, dude, here's what you got to do. 
go onto your uh, your profile and change your location to Los Angeles just for or a whatever while. city, you know, whatever city, whatever city you're going to be going to, and then hit the events button, and you're going to see everything that's in your area. And he was like, "Oh my god, that was amazing! It made all the difference in the world." And they planned their entire weekend based on that. So. And Kink Tour 2017? Something like that. Kink yeah. Tour! Also, being uh, the membership chair, I do get a lot of emails from people who ask questions that I think are self-explanatory, but they're not. They're not if you've never been to a dungeon. Exactly. And, so, and Threshold is a rare club. It is a nonprofit, and there aren't that many throughout the U.S. that are nonprofit kink organizations. And people don't know what to expect or how they are even different from, uh, like, for profit places, which is not right. bad. It's just a completely different animal. So, sure. so I just, um, my suggestion would be make a fucking weekend out of it. Make that we- that time that you're taking to plan this trip, make it worthwhile. Make it fun for you. So plan the entire thing. And if you're, if, particularly if you're coming to LA, there's just so much shit going on out here. What? I, I, I just I'm all of a sudden yeah, the, the, way, <laughs> the way you said that I just all of a sudden went back to internet days because most of our listeners you know aren't in any city that has any fucking lifestyle whatsoever so they are going to have to travel and they are going to have to screen and they're going to be rolling the dice on that event or those events and I used to always tell um, women that um like i had a lot of female friends and they're always oh i'm gonna fucking go see this guy you know and i would always tell people make a plan b if it's lame so like find out if it's like the world's largest frying pan a couple blocks away at least if the event is lame or awkward and you have to get out of there at least you have some other things to potentially do as a backup because sometimes all you may be coming out for is that one event so I just thought that was fine. I just thought of that now. I wouldn't, you know, it doesn't, I, I guess it applies. It absolutely um, does apply. Planning is to have is other have other things. I mean, the, the thing that's the most important is that you reach out to the party host because it depends. If you're, if you're coming, if you're going to an actual club, which we now call a fungin, not a dungeon. Who told you that? Uh, Lizzie. Who told you that we're changing the name we're from changing dungeon it to from dungeon? Well, her kid. Her kid. I I kind of brought that up. I, and then, I, and then I brought in. it up to Lizzie, <laughs> who's been on the show. So um, she was actually on the first show, um, and uh, and My she said her her kid did some fucking art project or something, and it was a, it was a you know he made his dungeon, but he was thinking like you know medieval dungeon, and he's all yeah, but I didn't want him to make girls feel bad, so I called it a fungin. Oh, and I'm like, oh my god, why haven't we thought of that? Dungeon is archaic. It's no. now a fungin. We're not changing a it to fucking fungin. fungin. No. Oh my god. Ho ho ho. What do you say? I stopped doing word of the day because I didn't Totes fungin. Oh my god. Totes. You had to teach him that word, didn't you, Carrie? Totes fungin. <laughs> that but kid should get a fucking that five was bucks. Actually, I'm giving that kid five bucks. That was going to be my next suggestion. Fungin. Reach out to the the producers or the promoters of, of that what show. of whatever that thing is. Absolutely, because that is if you if you plan to go earlier in the day to a munch and then later at that party, 
that couple who emailed me, and there are others who email us, and you and I are always glad to guest anybody into Threshold and show them around. That makes all the difference. It suddenly, that scary dungeon turns into this welcoming place where someone is actually set up to meet you, introduce you around, and show you the place. I mean, there's some diagnostics. If you reach out to whoever is running, because a lot of the parties that you may be going to are going to be private. Maybe you've been online with these people for a while, and... uh, uh, and, you know, so it's a house party or, you know, it's a different club and maybe they have different types of things. Have a list of questions that concern you. Is alcohol allowed? Because sometimes alcohol means it gets a little grabby or it gets a little obnoxious or it gets a little rapey. Um, you know, sometimes it means, no, hey, we allow alcohol, but we have dungeon monitors that make sure that everyone is appropriate. You know, really write a list. Make a list of the things that concern you. Is the parking lot scary? Um, are there going to be, uh, is it going, you know, what type? Is it a sex party? Is it a not? So is it a just kink and BDSM party? Ask your, make the fucking list and ask the host those questions. Because if not, you can be walking into anything and you won't know what to expect. And when you ask those questions and the host, like, you know, like we do at Threshold all the time, it really disarms that fear because all you have in your mind is whatever you have been programmed on TV or by your religion or whatever that happens at a fungeon. Um, fungeon. You know, that's all you have. So the more information you get, and, a, and a, any host that cares about their party or their business or whatever is you're a customer. You know, you're someone that's going to come in and pay to, to come in. And so they're going to be happy to answer those questions. Yeah, absolutely. And so I will say to Chris and his wife, come down to Carnival. It's July 22nd. It's a Saturday from 1 to 7. And uh, then there's a two-hour break, and the party starts at 9 o'clock. And if you are feeling nervous at all, Boogie and I and Unger and Mark and will Darian, molest we will all you. be... We will not! I will drag my penis <laughs> with a little bit of pre-cum over your thigh. Disgusting. This is a chat. Oh, right? Gary just said, Where do I sign up? <laughs> nice. No, this is a guy and his wife. I don't want to rub my fucking I know. pre come on a dude. All right, Chris, I hope we answered your All question. All right, you're on your own, Chris. <laughs> no pre come for not you. I didn't rub any pre come on you. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> just post come. Ow! Just God. spray it up his back. <laughs> Welcome to Threshold. He's not coming now. <laughs> ah, I am. Who cares? <laughs> Do you see what is I did the there? Viagra it's a kicking little, in. Is that no, what it is? It is. <laughs> I'm gonna make Mark crawl in a minute. Yeah. Lay down the tarps. What is? Oh wait, are we doing? Wait, what time is it? Look, hey, know. we're actually shit. We get things done pretty quick here. Uh, I guess we'll do. Uh, That's the Zen jingle. Come on your back. Oh my god, you just ruined it. No, you you no, ruined my vibe. <laughs> my Zen vibe. All right, Foxtrot wrote to us also at Gmail at Perverted Podcasts. Oh, this is this one. Oh god damn it, why didn't I You ready? Did this. you prep for this? Yeah, you better had. I don't need to. Foxtrot wrote to us and said, I'm a newbie to BDSM to FetLife. And to your amazing podcast, which I've been binging on for one and a half weeks while at work. 
You all are wonderful and have made many of my monotonous, mindless workdays easier to get through. (laughs) From listening to one of your episodes, there was a FetLife topic regarding a person who was still a virgin because they had held high standards and wanted it to be special. Could you share your virginity loss stories? Yeah. Yep. I suppose we could. Have uh, we ever done this? No. We've never talked I about it. I just... I can't I, remember. Shit, I, think I can't I remember, remember last week. I'm like, who used to sit in that chair? <laughs> <laughs> why, is there a, there. why is there a chair there with a fucking microphone? Is there a fucking, Turn around. That's why. <laughs> you know what? You don't see fucking Nerf gun. That's what you don't fucking see. Did she take it with her? She didn't give it to me? Fucking I bitch. I don't no, know. Kidding. I don't know where it is. Oh, that's it's, slow. It's, it's now I'm going to have to go buy my own. It's in a drawer. We can, we can make that, that happen. It's in a drawer. Hunger's <laughs> like, we can make that happen. I, I, I have a whole bag of old ones my, hiding somewhere in storage. Oh, Hunger, please. Please, 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 please. Like the five-shot one. Uh, my virgin story is not. It was. Uh, Come on. Uh, Spit it out. What is it? Well, I was a late bloomer. Me too. I was 17. <laughs> Oh, I was, was much older. Uh, I was a late, late bloomer. Yeah, and and literally for me, I mean, I wanted to get rid of my virginity by the time I was like twelve, and so it was five years. But I had this weird. I was fucked up. I was just the, there's. Let's just if you know perverted podcast, you know Boogie was not. Um, Boogie did not have a well childhood, so um, I had a lot of weird things. So I was like picky, but I you know I I was desperate to get laid, but I had like this thing because I was obsessed. Not that much has changed that I had to be the best the first time I had sex I had to be the best she had ever had Oh, boogie! from like 12 I don't know who put this in my head I had nothing in my life that everyone just expected the worst of me everyone just you're a piece of shit fucking everyone there was nobody that put an overachiever button in me but for some reason I thought that that's to be the best lay so in my head i concocted what would be the best lay and apparently um that was uh flawed so um very flawed very very flawed so i got sober i actually got sober before uh, before i got laid um because i was completely fucked up on drugs you know by the time i was on i started when i was 10 9 10 years old so um so by the time I was 15, 16, I was, I was pretty wasted. So I got sober uh, through a program. And, and then I met a girl in the program, and, you know, and she was a little younger than me. Uh, but uh, so we're going to do this thing. And I remember it's coming up. And I'm just like, after years of just like ah, turning people down, like, ah, no, she's not going to be the one. It's, it's got to be this right person, you know, that, so I can be the best. And then it, we get to the, to the moment in her mom's house, which leads to other stories that were quite embarrassing. I'm still traumatized by. Um, Brother, what the hell? Yeah, I got stories. So, so we're there, and it's like the 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 time. Uh, oh my god, that's right. There was other. Uh, I'm not going to share that stuff, but that was weird. Fucking really weird. So there was this kid. She was babysitting. We had to keep him in the other room, and then it was like going to be our time. And then we like yelled at him because he tried to come in while we were fucking. And then he cried, and then I, had to, you know, had to be like, "Hey, dude, it's cool. You know, just you know, ah, we're just hanging out, having you know some private time." And the kid's like, oh, "Okay, you know, whatever." So, um, so now here's the moment, and it's like, dude, here you go, fucking vagina, willing, go, impotent. <gasps> no. 
17 years old. Oh, man. 17 years old. I was so obsessed with being the best. I was completely not concerned with sex or my sexuality. And I'm... <laughs> She's looking at me because impotence doesn't usually happen to a 17-year-old. Yeah. Um, and she's like, what? and I'm like, what? and then the kid was pounding on the door again. And, and uh, oh God, yeah, it was, that's right. I think I jumped in the closet when he came in the room. This, <laughs> so he wouldn't see because I was naked or something. I don't know. It was weird. But uh, so you didn't actually do it. No, and uh, well, that's and then, not your virgin. Story. No, no, no. Because later we actually, I think we either went. It, it was no. It was. It happened like an hour later. She's like, "It's okay. Don't worry about it." You know. You know. <laughs> yeah. And so finally, it got kind of like okay, and and then you know it worked. And of course, I'm 17. You come in fucking 11 seconds, and so I'm like, okay, well that's that's it. I did it, and. Uh, and then we went on the roof and had you know more sex and and but you know for you know seventeen seconds at a time, and so I I left you know uh, you know going home and so I was kind of like traumatized and happy and confused because I was like yeah I, I did it fuck yeah that's it I got laid that's it I had sex I'm not a fucking virgin anymore like it was a curse and I yeah so. That was my first time. But was it good when you actually had the sex? I it was, was seventeen it, year old, eleven seven, seconds. Yeah, yeah, sex. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, was, yeah. So not what you expected. Uh, I don't even know. It wasn't. It, there was no expectation. I was still so fucking nuts and in my head and whatever. And then yeah, we you know had tons of sex after that. Like it was fine after that. And like literally, you know, you're seventeen. You fucking come eighteen times at seventeen seconds each. And, uh, but I had this thing, this is <laughs> it's bad in my head. I didn't understand that chicks like friction, like chicks want to be fucked. Eh, 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 eh. I thought, wouldn't it be better if I kind of swirled my dick around inside you to kind of stretch you around? And that that's was my fucking jam. That's how I was going to set myself apart. From the other gentlemen. <laughs> Marcus And so I kind of like had this thing. And I remember a number. Because it took me like literally like three or four different girls to get the hint that maybe they like penetration thrusting. And instead, instead of the Not fucking swirl. Because <laughs> I remember a couple of them very distinctly looking at me like, oh, well, no, that's, that's an interesting uh, <laughs> Very interesting uh, way that you are uh, penetrato my vagina. Penetrato uh, my vagina. (laughs) Now I understand why I fuck older men. (laughs) It's true. Oh. So there. There's mine. That's good. Let's end the show. (laughs) That's all I got. Kathy, why don't you tell us about your story? Hopefully it's a little more uplifting. No, it's very sad. It's, It's not anything interesting. Did you go impotent and have a swirling dick? Yes. What a coincidence. Let's hear it. I was my high school boyfriend. We were together about two and a half, three years. Uh, It was my 21st birthday. We were in Hawaii. Sounds good so far, but no. Because we had explored sexually. We, you know, 
jacked off in front of each other. We did all kinds of you Ooh, know. freaky. Well, I was not I that interested in in uh, penetration. I just we were having so much fun, and I was you know very self conscious, and I didn't think I knew what I was doing, and we were already having a good time, and he was into me, and I was into him, so there was no rush to have intercourse. Uh, by the time we did, I didn't know at the time I found out later that he had already met somebody else. Oh, so it was a fuck you goodbye kind of. Well, I didn't know. I, when I reflected back later, I realized that's why the whole thing was so lukewarm. It was like, we were going to have sex when we were in Hawaii and, and here I was on top of him and, and I kept moving his hand to my clit. Right. And he kept pulling away and I'm like, what the fuck, man? You've been doing that for years. So Why he's been masturbating you. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, and okay. so I finally just had to get myself off. And um, I didn't understand really why it was so bad. I thought, eh, maybe it's just the fact that we just got so used to doing what we were doing before that we that, that was better. And I just, I didn't give it that much thought because fuck, I was in Hawaii and it was my 21st yeah, birthday. I was having a good time. And so, like I said, it wasn't until later that I found out he had already met somebody else. And the hard part was that he was living at my house with my sister, myself, and my mother because his his home life was horrible. And so she had let him come and stay in our spare room. So while he was dating this other chick, I had to endure him living under the same roof. And I reflected back on my first time with this a-hole who had already met somebody what else. What a great segment. This has been an amazing fucking <laughs> hey, segment. if our <laughs> listeners want to know our shame, we will tell them. <laughs> what an amazing segment. <laughs> our listeners are literally just like, they are so fucked up. They're so I, you, pathetic. <laughs> you do realize that now that Abyss is gone... The amount of encouragement and joy that our listeners are going to get By has comparison? exalted. <laughs> Just like, oh my God, I thought I was a loser. Exactly. But these two fucks, <laughs> these fuckers. Yeah. God. Because I'm sure Abyss would have had some sexy, perfect story that would have made us all go, wow, that's what you're Yeah, she's like, movies. I was at a rave and I was fucking, you know. Just, and I fucked Mick Jagger. And I fucked Mick Jagger, <laughs> you know, it was kind of exceptional. And he brought me to all kinds of bliss. Yeah, so no, you and I yeah. have the saddest fucking stories on the planet. Jesus, people are like, oh, God, no wonder you're fucking doing a show. <laughs> A free been, show nobody pays you for. Could have been a rock star. <laughs> hey, we got a new donator to our patron we account. Got a, yes, we did. Somebody yeah. donated us five bucks. Five more bucks. Uh, We're up to about 70 or 80 a month. That's, that I, is hey, enough. We can't get it I'm out. I'm not kidding. I, that's I, nothing to, to sneak. No. That is really great. That is amazing, and we're going to start using it. Notice how we just backpedal. <laughs> Please don't think we don't want money. Because <laughs> we fucking really do. That's great, but it's not enough. <laughs> I don't Yeah, d- Jesus Christ. Thanks, Mom. You're not enough. We want more. <laughs> By the way, welcome to life, kids. Never enough. It's, it's never n- enough. You're never enough. Be enough to yourself, and then you won't have to worry about whether you're enough for someone else. Uh, you lay more wisdom on us. Just remember that. Be enough. I'm enough for Boogie, so if I'm not enough for you, that's cool. Okay. Go ahead. Um, we have something exceptional. Mark, can you pull down the uh, microphone? Can you move the sign? We have a little kinky fuckery. We only have one person here. and um, hey, Carrie. Carrie. <laughs> 
So Carrie will be our, our spanking. Uh, but she she brought uh, something with her. She brought ice. I didn't. We weren't going to do this until I saw the thing that she made. And uh, but was it, yeah, I go think, ahead and get get on the table. Pull down the microphone. I think how it started is she and Unger were talking about, it. or you were telling Unger what you were going to do. Uh-huh. Yeah, Unger, and were he, you involved and in Unger, this? Unger, of course, says. Go for it. Do it. <laughs> do something funky. That it was amazing. Uh, okay, so Kathy, I need like you to get up. That. Go ahead and get to go to go to the mic. Me? Well, no, in a sec. Um, no, yeah, go 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 go. Oh, for okay. crying out loud! Because I'll tell what she did. Okay, so I'm going to turn the demo mic on, and, and and it's going to be loud and obnoxious. Oh, I can turn the. I never realized that I could turn the high end off of that. Oh wow! <laughs> Hundred how many shows? Hundred and two. Always learning. Carrie doesn't give a fuck. She's just like I am getting naked. Get naked. She's honey. just getting straight up naked. No bullshit. I've seen her naked before. So yeah. Carrie had an idea, you know, because you know sometimes it's very very sexy. Um, uh, actually, stay on your hands and knees and go a little bit back. Okay, because the the important part is what's in front of you. So um, Carrie's like, you know, ball gags are really important, but what if you made a ball gag out of a harmonica? <laughs> And I guess Unger said, you need to make that get right up on her face so you can see. We got to send that to the pictures. Zoom in. <laughs> Kathy always does the thumbs up thing. Because <laughs> it annoys you. That is so awesome. So <laughs> Carrie now has a harmonica ball gagged into her mouth. She put little pads on the top and bottom. Um, and it's just amazing. So Kathy, why don't you go ahead and spank her and let's just see how that works. I'll do one better. <laughs> She's ticklish. <laughs> it's like a clown. <laughs> She's so cute. <laughs> I don't need to spank her. <laughs> Get back up into the mic. She's laughing too hard. (laughs) This is the greatest invention I've ever seen. I want this marketed. I have ten harmonicas under my studio. I am tickling her. (laughs) Give her some good whaps. Couple good wax. Right. One good one. <laughs> one more for for luck. <laughs> and that is our show. Thank you to Threshold for providing this kiki playground for us to play in. Yes, Unger. Real quick. What? How do you make a harmonica gag? Stick what? a finger down its throat. Ah, oh, you can thank Laz for God that. God damn it. Oh, thank you, Laz. That was Lazarus. <laughs> fucking Laz. What are you, fucking channeling creepy because he's not here? Oh, he's at the end. Go ahead. Thank. If you're in the Los Angeles area, visit 
Threshold.org and consider becoming a part of their kinky family. Thank you to Unger. Thank you for not slashing someone's tires. <laughs> and to everybody in the chat room. I, I, I have never done that. Thank you to Mark and her tampon. <laughs> Thank you to Carrie and that amazing I harmonica ball I gotta gag. make one. I'm ordering. It's fucking great. You gotta get it so it's really tight in there. Oh my god, yeah. That's fucking huge. It's great. It's a prototype. She literally made it while we were in the other room. And Boogie, thank you so much. This was a great show, even though we didn't have a biz here. It was amazing! We are ready to go. Yes. Is that, is that it? Um, I forget. You got a patron if they, you know, yeah. if they, if they yeah, you know, write to us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> visit pervertedpodcast.com. And if you are so inclined, you know, visit patreon.com forward slash. And if you're offended, podcast. go fuck yourself. That's very true. <laughs> see, see where I went. I got to just stir the pot. And finally, God damn it, uh, this this was this worked okay. We've done shows without Abyss before, and obviously we're now in the process of of revamping and stuff. So um, to uh, I don't know how I'm supposed to do this, but because I'm going to add this later, so you guys don't have to hear this. <laughs> this song that you are about to hear was recorded in 2007 when I spent a lot of money to hire some really awesome musicians to play my dorky songs. <laughs> It's because I have serious songs and I have funny songs, so I'm just gonna. I have to make like a thing. Like there's gonna be serious, acoustic, funny rock, whatever. So this is a funny rock song. It's called Laughing Song. It's one of my favorite songs I've ever written. I hope you enjoy it. We'll see you guys next week for show 103. Mm-hmm. Bye bye. Bye bye. It sucks to pay rent. It's a universal quote. But it sucks worse when your share of the rent goes up your girlfriend's nose. Even though she is a junkie, she has an honest face. So putting her in charge of all the bills might have been a mistake. <laughs> I laugh in the face of those who try to tear me down and push me off my pace. matter of time My car likes to break Then it needs a part The auto shop guy seems to take great pride In ripping out my heart So if I want to get to work To make my minimum wage I'll have to eat only brown rice for 29 more days. <laughs> I laugh in the face of those who try to tear me down and push me off my pace. Ooh, <laughs> I'm trying till I die. I'm swimming in a shark tank, but I Doc 
doctor Cause it hurts me when I pee She said I just have kidney stones But at least I don't have an STD Because I'm uninsured They insist I pay with cash So now I'm broke again But you know I'll get it It's just a matter of time